Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Mark chapter 4, and um, I want to kind of continue a thought I started last week. Faith rising, and I'm giving you part two tonight. Faith rising, part two. Here we go. Verse 30, I think verse 35, we're going to start. And it says, if you got it, on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross to the other side. Verse 36 says, now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. Verse 37 says, and a great windstorm arose and there, and excuse me, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Verse 38 says, but he was in the stern, meaning he was near like the pilot seat where Jesus was asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Do, we, do you not care, brother? And then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Verse 40 says, But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? Look at your name and say, Why are you so fearful? Put it in the chat section, TCF Nation. Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? I want to give you tonight faith rising part two from Mark, the fourth chapter, faith rising part two. So we talked a little about a little bit last week from Matthew's perspective uh, of an account uh, that was given uh, concerning the disciples last week in Matthew's gospel. And then I'm giving another account here uh, from Mark's point of view um, that could have been in this particular verse given from uh, Peter, but Mark writes it, all right? Um, here in this particular verse, ladies and gentlemen, that I'm looking at uh, for our today's reading, Jesus was um, doing ministry um, in Galilee at this time. He was doing ministry in Galilee at this time. And I just want to fast forward us to where we are. So after saying a few parables, Jesus was still on the boat. And oftentimes Jesus used uh, the boat because they were used to be large mu uh, multitudes. And because of the acoustics of how the water is, they were able to hear his voice a lot better. So it wouldn't be swallowed up. So the sound wouldn't be swallowed up, okay? So that the large crowds could hear him. It's really fascinating in the genius of God how he created everything. Yeah. How, water, <laughs> how water waves bring off sound. It's very interesting, right? And so now we are here, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a bit of tension that is in this text. There's a lot of tension uh, uh, that is presented to us. And the tension within this text really does not see a resolve, 
It really doesn't see a resolve. It really goes and this this particular end of this verse of this passage that we've read today for our hearing really ends off with uh, the disciples asking themselves the questions. Who is this man that even the winds and the waves obey him? And so Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, uh, does not go on to shore, but he tells the disciples, let us go to the other side. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that phrase is very important to what uh, uh, to what all of this uh, is going on in this text. Because while on their way to the other side, ladies and gentlemen, there is a storm that has arose. There is a storm that has arose. Now, Jesus is God. Jesus is all knowing. Jesus is 100 percent man and 100 percent God. He knew what awaited. It was not like that Jesus did not know that there was going to be a storm to come. It is not that God does not know, ladies and gentlemen, that there are something that is that is arising. There are some things that God will have us to go through like a season like this. There are some storms that we cannot uh, uh, get away from, ladies and gentlemen. So in this particular text, I, I see the storm as a 2020 type of year is that the storm has arose and you have the disciples, not only the original 12, but you have the other ones who follow Jesus from the uh, follow Jesus to for them to go on to the other side as well. And so not only are the disciples, the original, the, the, the 12 is with him, but he has other little boats that are around. So the disciples are not the only ones being impacted by the storm. Hear me. You are not the only one who's being impacted by what this year has brought. One way or another, all of us, ladies and gentlemen, has gone through some type of thing along with you. Sometimes we can be so self. Sometimes we can be about self where we don't realize that there's other people going through the same thing that I'm going through. It may be different, but we all have a struggle. All of us have a struggle. All of us can all of us are going through some type of struggle or experiencing some type of things in this year. And so all of them are there. But the disciples, ladies and gentlemen, this storm has arisen, ladies and gentlemen. And this storm, let me tell you something, uh, uh, on the Sea of Galilee, the Sea of Galilee, let me paint the picture for you tonight of where the Sea of Galilee is, right? The Sea of Galilee is below sea level. The Sea of Galilee is below sea level. However, it's surrounded by a lot of mountains, so, which the mountain that is surrounded by is Mount Hermon, which is the same mount that Jesus, uh, you saw the transfiguration of Jesus with uh, uh, on that mountain. It's surrounded by that uh, uh, scenery and with the low sea level and the high sea level, uh, which Mount Hermon and those mountains are on, can cause a t- uh, 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 severe storms. And so this windstorm, ladies and gentlemen, could almost be seen almost as a hurricane. If you look originally in the Greek, it it could be somewhat of a hurricane that they were experiencing. And so at this moment, and if you go by the ships, it wasn't like their ship was so big. (laughs) So they're going across uh, across the sea. 
uh, 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 going across the sea and the storm has arisen in such a way where it's seeming like they're not going to make it to the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole goal is to get to the other side. Hallelujah. Jesus said, let us go to the other side. And so a storm has arisen. But this storm, not only is it because of its physical, uh, 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 physical or natural, uh, uh, where it is located naturally that this could happen, but if we look very careful at it, this storm, ladies and gentlemen, was almost seeming like this was a demonic attack from Jesus, from keeping Jesus to expand his ministry to a Gentile region. Let me tell you something. There are sometimes storm arises in our lives because there is some demonic force to try to keep you or destroy you from getting to the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, if I can fast forward you just a little bit, there was a man that was demon possessed in the region of Gadarene. He was in the cemetery cutting himself, self-inflicting himself. And let me tell you something, you don't know what is, oh my God, you don't know who God has sent you to on the other side that really needs what you have. And so because there is something on the other side that needs you there, there is a demonic attack that would try to rise. The way I know it's a demonic attack is because the word that Jesus uses here, he rebukes it. That means the same rebuke that he gave to Peter when he said, get thee behind me, Satan, because at that moment, Peter allowed the enemy to take control of his mouth to say something that was out of line. And so the word that is used here or the rebuke that is used here gives the idea to be muzzled. And so what he's saying is, is that he's literally shutting up or putting to uh, putting to uh, putting to rest whatever natural uh, force that the enemy is using. To keep Jesus and the disciples from getting to the other side. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon Hill, the senior pastor of Transformation Christian Fellowship. And I am so glad that you're tuned in right now. Listen, it is through your generosity where we're able to do what we do here at TCF. Listen, if you feel led to give, text TCF1 to 77977. Or you can give on our website. Listen, as you give, you allow us to continue our outreach efforts as well as to maintain the ministry that we do here at TCF in the Maryland area to connect more lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. I pray that God will bless you as you give today. And remember, transformation starts here. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, and so and so Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, knows all of that that's going on. But the tension that's here is between faith and fear. <laughs> There's a tension that's that's brewing. This whole account is for the disciples. This is about the faith of the disciples, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus uses the storms of life to teach us, his fellow disciples, his fellow believers, how you get through what may be trying to keep you from your other side. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. For some of us, 2020 has been a year to keep us from getting over and crossing over to the other side. Because let me tell you something, on the other side of this pandemic, on the other side of this trouble, there is a glory that's coming on the other side of this. But in order for you to get to the other side, you got to get through the storm of Galilee. You got to get through the storm of Galilee. Say, I hear you. I said, I have to get through the storm of Galilee. And the disciples, ladies and gentlemen, have faith. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, is in question. Because here again, the disciples are go straight to panic. There's two types of faith you see. One of fear and one of faith. How? What are you talking about, Pastor B? Jesus is in the rest of his father. What am I talking about? That Jesus knew this storm is not going to kill me because the purpose why I'm here is to die on a tree. (laughs) Are you getting what I'm saying? See, this is not going to do anything to me. I know what's behind the storm. I know that there's something that's trying to keep me there, but I'm going to rest. And this man, Jesus, is literally resting. He's asleep. You see Jesus' humanity at the same time as you see his deity in this scripture. Because you see Jesus is asleep. He's in the pilot seat chilling. Like nothing is going on. And you're like, what is you doing? Like we are about to die. What are you doing? The disciples, out of the 12 disciples, about four or five of them were experienced fishermen. So they knew we got to get the we got to get the water out of the boat. Come on. He need to be doing something. What are you doing? And so they, they come to him like, hey, teacher, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're like, do you not care for our lives? Here we go. When you are in doubt, you start making accusations about God. You start accusing God for not caring about your situation. Because you're in fear. You're in disbelief. You're in doubt. And the reality is, is that they could have just followed the pattern of Jesus to just rest. Because what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples through this is to trust God. Mark, ladies and gentlemen, premise of his whole gospel is to prove that he's the son of God. In this text, Jesus proves that he's a son because he's resting in the father. Let me tell you something. Why can you be so calm, calm and cool, calm and collected during this season, even when when it's looking so bad, when this year has looked so bad and it has came with its challenges and came? Why can I be because I'm resting in the promises of God? I'm resting in the promises of God. And here's a couple of things that I want you to see in this text is that the disciples, I'm not here to blame them. I'm not here to cast them down because like them, like them, we find ourselves in where their shoes is because there are times where I'm in the middle of this storm and I'm like, God, where are you? What are you doing? Do you not care? It looks like I'm about to be evicted. It looks like I'm about to lose my business. It looks like things are going down south. Do you not care? And we start accusing God of not caring. But when you have real faith, genuine, sincere faith in God, trust in the love of God concerning my life. 
Are you hearing me? That I trust that he loves me, that I trust that he cares for me, and I trust that even if this storm has come, I'm believing that God this year is showing us that God is able to push us through it. I believe that this year God has used to, to strengthen the faith of those who, oh my God, are to strengthen the true and genuine faith of believers to trust God throughout this season. Are you hearing me tonight? This year is proving the sincere genuineness of our faith and it's saying to us, what do you believe? Because what happens is, is that you and I can immediately go into accusation. And that's what the disciples did. How do I know this? This is what they did. They said it clearly. He was chilling. They said, teacher, do you not care? We are perishing. This storm has come. We are perishing. But yet Jesus is chilling. What, what is it? What is there? There's some things that I want to show you here is that they have to understand that, 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 that Jesus is trying to teach them a lesson of faith. One, Jesus, number one, I want to show you this, is that faith, has to, faith can rise when you have a word. Are you hearing me? The word was this. Let us go to the other side. The word was is that I'm going to the other side. Your faith can rise. Hear me and hear me good. Uh, uh, let me give you a scripture to back this up here. Let me give it to you. Uh, 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 let me give it to you this way. There's a scripture that says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so the more I hear of the word of God, more my faith should rise. And the fear that here's the thing is that when I receive that word, when they heard that we're going to the other side, they should have went off of the, the various miracles that they have seen him perform before uh, beforehand, ladies and gentlemen, because this particular miracle that not only are we seeing an exorc- not only that Jesus performed exorcism on people, but he also performed something on nature to show that he is the God of the universe. Ladies and gentlemen, with just one word, God can literally bring a whole halt to all of this. He can offer one word. However, what is it teaching you and I if he just automatically clears all the storms and you and I never go through anything? What does that teach you? That doesn't prove any genuineness of your faith. It was a word that they got that they should have took heed to. Let us go to the other side. It was a command they were getting over there. Look, put it in the chat. Say, I'm getting to the other side. It does not matter what has came up in my life. It does not matter what has arisen. I'm getting to the other side. My faith can rise when I have a word. Hallelujah. When I have the word of God, my faith can rise. Let me show you another thing that I want to point out to you in this text. Ladies and gentlemen, that I want to show you is this. Is that faith can rise when you know God is with you. Let me tell you something. We are in the season of Advent. And they said his name shall be called Emmanuel. The God that is with us, ladies and gentlemen. And the reality is, is that they're going out of their minds, not understanding that Jesus is on the boat. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. There is not. There's only so much a storm can do to you. (laughs) I need somebody to put that in their system There's only so much a storm can do to me There's almost so much a fire can do to me All the fire is doing is refining me But it's not hurting me Oh my God 
help me in this here. Because when, oh my God, in order for pure gold to come out, it has to be refined through the fire. And the only way I can come out as pure gold is if I'm getting refined. Oh my God. And so the storms of life only comes to refine me and to get off all the junk that I don't need in my life anyway. For people who walked away this year, that's a great thing. For the things that I lost, I may not have needed it anyway. Because what God is doing in my life is he's trying to propel my God. He's trying to get me to the other side. And I can't go to the other side with what I left with. Oh my God. Hmm. Jesus was with them on the boat, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they had to understand, that Jesus was with them. I like what God was doing to Joshua. What God was doing to Joshua in the Old Testament, ladies and gentlemen, that's not where I want to go. What God was doing with Joshua in the Old Testament, hear me, watch me. What he was doing in the Old Testament with Joshua was he was encouraging Joshua for his assignment that was in front of him. And he let, he let him know, he said, listen, I have I not commanded you, Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good carriage? Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Ladies and gentlemen, you can have your faith to rise because God has given us a command to be courageous courageous and to be bold why can I be courageous because God is with me why can I be bold because God is with me how can I get through this storm of life because God is with me Jesus was on the boat with the disciples and as long as Jesus was on the boat they weren't going down and not only that but Jesus wasn't even on their boat and so Jesus was also responsible for the other ones that were along with the disciples Oh my God. And so not only are you not going down, but those that are around you who are other fellow believers are not going down because Jesus is with you. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Say, my faith got to rise. My faith has to rise. This year, ladies and gentlemen, I have to preach this faith rising message to you because you're, you have to have your faith come up to another level because of what God is trying to get you to in 2021. But if you allow this year to let to take you out, you're not going to make it to the other side because you kill my God. Where God is, fear has to die. Where God is, fear has to be cast down. I can't have fear in faith. But my faith got to rise up even when I'm feeling terrified To know that God is with me And he will not leave me out here by myself I want you to put that in the chat Say God ain't leaving me out here by myself God is not gonna leave me Nor will he forsake me But he'll be with me Lord, I'll be with you To the very end of the age Say God is with me God is with me. God is with me. He's not worried about, listen, to, let me tell you something. When you allow your faith to rise and get to a place to know that even if I don't feel him, God is with me. Even when I can't search him, God is with me. Sometimes, oh my God, you got to, even though God may be silent, doesn't mean his presence is not there. Just because God is silent does not mean his presence is not with you. You always looking for God to speak, but you need to get accustomed to his presence because when you are accustomed to his presence, you know that no matter what, all through this, God's going to get me through. God's going to get me through. God's going to put me, he's going to push me through. I don't care if I got a drag screen kick out of this. I don't care.
here if even the boat goes down we're getting on it oh we getting to the other side on the pieces it does not matter what happens i'm just trusting in the fact that god is getting me through to the other side one way or another Somebody say one way or another, we're getting through the other side of this. One way or another, we're getting through the other side of this. Oh my God, because there's something on the other side. You were, oh my God, you felt like things was just starting to get right in your life. Things were starting to just get in order and this pandemic comes. But oh my God, because the enemy knows you're coming to the other side. The enemy knows that if that man gets loose in Goddard, that he gonna set a whole region free of Gentiles. That's why this storm is came. That's why this thing has arisen in your life. Because God knows if you get free, then other people in your family can get free. And you can bring them on to the other side with you. God, oh my God, the enemy knows that if God brings you over to the other side, that there's going to be great miracles done in your life. If you make it over, that's why you can't be dismayed. Look at somebody say there's something on the other side for me. There's something on the other side of for me. Your faith got to believe for what's on the other side for you. I don't care what it is. Put that thing in your mind that you know you gotta make it to. Put that thing in your mind that you're trying to run towards. Put that thing in your mind. Call that very thing into remembrance and begin to pray and seek God and say, God, come hell or high water. Get me through it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. The tension, ladies and gentlemen, that's still here, though, is that Jesus gets up. They wake him up. And Jesus says he rebukes it. He says that he rebukes that demonic spirit that's trying to prevent him from getting to the other side and the other boats. He says, peace be still hallelujah um, let me tell you something there's a moment that's going to come for us around the world that god is going to say to this thing peace be still. I don't know who needs to hear that tonight. But there is a something that there is coming, ladies and gentlemen, that God is going to God is going to raise up and tell this whole COVID and all the uprising numbers and all this junk. Peace. Be still. Oh my God. I feel that right there. I feel that there is a peace that's coming to America. There's a peace that's coming to America. It ain't in the new election. It's not in none of that stuff. It's in the very fact that God is going to, he heard the cries of his people and he sees the hurt and he says, peace, be still. But here's where the tension lies. Jesus says to them, why are you so fearful? In the Greek word, ladies and gentlemen, that means why are you so terrified? Why are you terrified? Where is your faith? Why do you have no faith? Why, 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 why would you think I will allow us to sink in all of this? Why do you think that way towards God? Why do you think that God is going to leave you out here and allow something to destroy his own child? Is it because you have daddy issues? Is it because somebody made a promise to you in your life and you've always experienced the fact that nobody ever came through? Why do you not have any faith? 
Why do you confuse me with the people you hang around? Why? Why do you confuse me with all these other false gods? Why do you confuse me? Why is it that you have no trust? Now, the disciples haven't been with Jesus long. However, in what they've seen in their short time could prove that this man is not like any ordinary man. You may not have been following God a long time, but just in a short span of time, you can see that he's not like any other thing that you've trusted before. Well, glory. How is it that you have no faith and the disciples come to a place? Who is this man? They ask a question that could lead to faith, but the jury is still out. What is it? What is Jesus trying to teach us about this year? The reason why I'm so heavy on faith right now is because I got to challenge your faith. Your faith got to believe God for something bigger than what you're seeing now. Your faith has to see beyond the story. Your faith has to see beyond the storm. This is what, this is what, this is what, this is what Jesus, this is what God said in Isaiah 41 verse 10. He says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. He is your God. He says, I will strengthen you. And yes, I will help you. I will withhold you with my righteous right hand. Why do you have no faith? Wait a minute. They ask a question that who is this man? Who is this man that even the waves and the winds obey him? This question, ladies and gentlemen, can lead them to faith. Because why am I saying this? Because it's not until you come to know who he is where you can truly believe. So I leave you with this. Faith can rise when you know who God is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, if you know who God is, you're not going to question his character. You're not going to accuse him of something that he's not. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. When you know who God is, he said, the Hebrew writer says, those who come to him must believe that he is. Oh, that's not right there. Hallelujah. Before you can get to the other stuff that he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him and all of that, you got to start right there. Those who come to him must first believe that he is. Oh my God. And that's what Jesus was trying to teach the disciples is that you got to come to a real revelation of who I am. And Mark was telling them he was the son of God. Hallelujah. He was the son of God. Matthew was teaching him that Jesus is king. And Mark is now teaching him now that he is the son of God. And that's where the disciples were left off questioning like, who is this man? Who is this man? Let me tell you something is that that question can lead you to faith or it can lead you. Let me tell you something. Can I show you something in scripture a little bit more? Is that watch this is that they were more terrified of who he was than the actual story. They wanted to know what in the world. Wait a minute. Who both in who we had. Matter of fact, the word that was used here is that they were in awe. They were in awe of who this man was. Now your your curiosity can lead to faith or it can lead you to moving away. There is a there that's why there's a resolve here because you're going to see what does the disciples faith prove to be 
in all of this? That's the question for you. What's your faith going to be look like? What's the tale that's going to be told on your faith? Your faith leaves records. How do I know this? Come on in here, Holy Spirit. He, the, the Hebrew writer goes through a whole list of heroes of faith because their faith was put on record. Abraham, because of the faith of Abraham, he did this and this and that. Because of Moses, he did this, this and that. What was your faith be told as? Or will you be like the disciples feeling like you're not going to get to the other side? What are you going to do? Because really, the disciples did not come in the real faith until after the resurrection. Don't get to the end of and feel like I finally believe. And then want to do something and you don't have the energy and you don't have the strength to do it. Don't allow fear to terrorize you so degree to such a degree where when you finally get the faith to do it, you're praying for God to redeem the time. Because you let time slip past you when you could have been doing it all along. But you allow fear to terrorize you. I'm coming to speak to you all tonight to let you to know that it's the time that is now. Because ladies and gentlemen, TCF, this storm could have really took a church like us out. This storm could have really kept us from getting to the other side. But this is because of our history with God and because of our short time of being a church. We knew that if God can keep us, keep us in the year of 26 and 17 when we are barely making ends meet. Now you get into a storm like this and God has shown himself to be more than he abundantly exceedingly in our life where's the amount of time we finish this year we're finishing this year with thousands of dollars in the black why because God will show you he's a man of his word but let me tell you something TCF there's something on the other side of this and I decree and declare as a mouthpiece that on the other side of this God will bring people to us and they will hear of the faith the Bible says in Thessalonians that the sound of their faith echoed all throughout the generation all through all the region and let me tell you something it only takes the faith of those who came together who made God their hope to say God do whatever you want to do but get us to the other side cause on the other side of this there's Gentiles unbelievers waiting for you there's businesses that you're about to unlock there's money that you're about to come into there's greater anointing on the other side there's greater favor on the other side and I came to prophesy to your 2021 and say it's the year for you to ascend on higher heights and new levels. It's the year that when you get out of the store you're going to ascend above what was trying to attack you. You are going to ascend beyond what tried to keep you away from your dream, from your goal. If you believe it, shout hallelujah. Look at somebody say, I got this. God's got this. I don't care what you say. God is in control. Hey, what does that mean? That God was in control the whole time on that boat. That's why the boat didn't go down and sink. Because his son was on the boat. That's why you didn't go down. Because over 2,000 years ago, the blood was applied. And because of that blood that was applied over 2,000 years ago, you were 
ain't going down. You ain't going down. Say I ain't seeking here. I'm not dying in 2020. I'm not dying before my time. But I got somewhere to go. I got things to do. I got, oh my God, fear not. Be not dismayed. For whatever be time, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. That's why I didn't trip when COVID came. I said, I didn't seen days like this before. I didn't seen days like this before. May not have seen a disease, but it's came in other forms. That's why I ain't tripping now. Cause God brought me too far to see this work go down. God didn't brought me too far to see this work going and crumble. Now we're pushing through. You got to push through, man. Hallelujah. You got to push through. I don't know who this is for tonight, but you got to push through. Hallelujah. Because God is coming, and he's coming to calm the waves. He's coming to calm the storms, and it's going to leave you in awe and say, who is this God? Who is this God that can calm the storms like this? Who is he that he's mindful of little old me? Who is he? That's able to get me and keep me from falling and present me faultless among the mighty hand of God. Who is this God? There's coming a time where this thing is going to cease. It's going to cease. I'm not telling you when it's going to cease. I'm not telling you that December 31st, everything is just going to go back to normal. No, 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 no. I'm not telling you that. But I'm telling you God is going to bring peace. God is going to calm the world, the raging sea. That God's going to calm those storms and those waves that is risen in your life. Because guess what? When it got calm, when he got to the other side, there was a man, hallelujah, that was, oh my God, just, oh my God, he was possessed by a legion of demons. And he came running to Jesus because he was trying to get loose and he was trying to get free. Let me tell you something. There's people that if you get to the other side of this, there's people you got to free because of the God that's in you. The God is in you is what people need. Not what you pretend to be. Not who you're trying to act like because you're trying to fit in. There's something that God has in you that is for somebody who needs it. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my God. I got to go. I got to get out of here. But look at somebody and say, let faith rise. Let faith rise. Let faith rise. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this ended on a question. This ended on a question. And they feared exceedingly. And they said, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey? Hallelujah. My faith can rise because I have a word. I'm getting to the other side. My faith can rise because God is with me. And my faith can rise, ladies and gentlemen, because I know who God is. Hallelujah. When you know who God is, ladies and gentlemen, 
when you know who his character is that there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God nothing can separate you when you know ladies and gentlemen that God is gonna he can he's a sustainer he's a provider he's a keeper when you know who God is let me tell you something I can say all of these things to you but you got to believe it as a conviction in your spirit it has to be such a conviction down in your spirit and then whereas though that when it's when it's a conviction you won't accuse when it's a conviction when you really know stand to your feet I'm finished I want you to take this moment pray for those who are in the chat pray for pray for those who are watching right now that their faith will withstand the storm of this year you got a couple more days I don't care I don't know how long this storm's gonna last I'm not saying December 31st is gonna end it all but I want you to begin to pray right now us to pray right now in the name of Jesus that your faith would rise tonight in the name of Jesus so Lord God we right now we pray as a church we pray as a community right now that the people of God their faith would arise to know God that you are with us your hand is on us ladies and gentlemen and your hand is pushing us through to the other side in the name of Jesus Christ Lord God we pray right now and we believe oh God that you would speak to the storm and tell it to peace be still that you would speak to every storm that may be arising in our life and tell it peace be still calm the waves right now in the name of Jesus calm the waves and calm the storm right now in the name of Jesus Christ God somebody needs to know you God tonight somebody needs to know that you will come through on their behalf some person oh God who's watching tonight came in as a disciple ladies and gentlemen and accusing you Lord to say God don't you not care that we're perishing don't you not care that the numbers are rising don't you not care that I'm underwater financially but God let them know that you care for them God let them know that you care for them let them know that you have never left their side let them know tonight in the name of Jesus that you're there and that you're gonna push them through and that you're keeping them in the name of Jesus Christ tonight God we thank you and God we love you tonight and we believe that great things are on the horizon we have decreed and declared now that God your people are gonna ascend that they're gonna ascend that they're gonna rise above oh my god that they're gonna rise above all of this that they're gonna rise above all of the things that has may have came in and tried to overtake them in this year we pray God that we will rise in the name of Jesus Christ God and that you're raising us up on eagles wings today and that you're strengthening us right now in the name of Jesus give us the strength give us the strength cuz you're moving the mountains of our lives you're moving the mountains you cause walls to fall with your power tonight and we love you and we give you praise and we give you glory come on and worship the Lord in here come on and worship him cuz I'm getting to the other side I'm getting to the other side I'm getting to the other side stronger Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. 
We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.